go! It is February 12th, and this is Pixie's Playground. Say hello, Simon. How you doing, guys? Bills by 100 tomorrow. Yeah. Woo! I wish. Oh, you know, yeah. Drew Brees is going to come back, and Sean Payton's going to come back. and Bills versus uh, Saints. Take the over-under, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I take the Bills, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, we are back. It is... Um, Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl. So, uh, all you listeners out there that don't like football, um, we're gonna talk about football for a while. Uh, we're gonna try to do something else tonight, I guess, later on. Um, I don't know what, but we'll figure it out as we go. Um, how's it been going since our last episode, Simon? Okay, um, mixed bag. So, I sprained my knee a couple weeks ago. That's been hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been very fun. I've you live down in Louisiana, buddy. Um, up here in New York, it's hell every year with the ice. It's horrible. But rather than that, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I did live in New Jersey for like I lived in northern New Jersey for about three and a half years. So I've I've experienced what three and a half feet of snowfall is in a weekend, and and all the ice that comes with it eventually. So I hear you. I feel your pain. Um, I love the snow, but I don't live living in the snow. You know, it's one of those things where you just like want to go. And visit it for a little while, and then be like, "Okay, I'm not going to see you again for another year." So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. With, when the problem with I've always had this problem. Like, I love the snow. I like the cold. I just fucking hate the ice with all my heart. I have very bad knees, and I'm all, I'm already 21 years old, so that's kind of a bad sign. But um, well, that's life, I suppose. It's life. But um, yeah. yeah. How have okay. you been? Oh, I've been doing pretty good. Um. It's Louisiana, so, you know, it's like 35 degrees one day, and then, like, today it was almost 70 degrees and sunny. <laughs> it was actually a nice day today. I went and washed my truck, and we just kind of hung out around the house, uh, being that we'll, all the festivities will probably be tomorrow, you know, so just kind of rest. And uh, Other than that, it's been pretty good. Can't complain. Oh, yeah. So, um. Oh, let's see. Since we last talked, there hasn't really been any more news on the Brian Flores front um, other than, like, a coach saying that he got paid to lose games and then recanting. And then recanting, like, two days later. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit. But I would say this. He did – after Levy Smith got um hired, um he his lawyers, not him, but his lawyers, released a statement basically saying, Yeah, that awesome there's a black coach in the NFL now, but like we hate it. Which I did not understand from like a not from like a his perspective, but from the lawyer's perspective. I don't know what they were thinking, just just say we're happy that there's another black coach in the don't say anything else. <laughs> yeah. Did. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, um, say something that you're going to regret, like literally like a day later, you know, <laughs> that does not help anybody. All it does is hurt someone. So, uh, yeah, no, not great. Um, yeah. Well, last time we talked, there's been a couple more, um, head coach, um, like, um, Oh, there's definitely been some head coach vacancies filled. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about them. Oh, let's see. So, 
So last time we talked, the Saints job was up for grabs and the Raiders job and the Dolphins job and the the Broncos job was up for grabs, if I'm not mistaken, since the last time we talked. So as many of you guys know, Dolphins, Mike McDaniels, good for him. That's a good hire. Mm-hmm. Broncos, Levy Smith. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Raiders, Josh McDaniels. We'll also talk about that. And who's the other guy? I'm, 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 I, hold on. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Dennis my, Allen. Yeah, my boy Dennis Allen. <laughs> um, about that. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll start with him and get the Saints out of the way because I'll talk forever. Um, I don't think it was a bad decision on the Saints' part. Um, I don't feel like it was the the best coach they could have got, right? Um, but being that we're a year removed or two years removed from Drew Brees, uh, a you know we're removed from Sean Payton. Um, I think ultimately the Saints decide to go with a safe pick. And, and it's not to say that Dennis Allen can't be a good head coach. He probably can be. He's a great defensive coach. I'm not complaining at all. He's been done a one, wonders for the Saints defense. Um, but I, I think they just didn't want to rock the boat, you know, because if you if you hire a new head coach, he comes in and, and he's like, hey, I don't like your current system. I'm going to change it. So then you start rocking the boat, making waves, and then you could potentially lose the locker room and you could potentially mess up the culture that's been – pretty much the same in new Orleans for a long time now. Um, so I think the saints are like, Hey, we want to keep this ball rolling. We still feel like we can win. Let's go with Dallas, Dennis Allen, see what he can do. Right. Punt the ball down the field for next year or the year after. Um, maybe by then another head coaching position will come up or we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I like it. I don't, again, it's not my favorite, but it's not a bad pick. So I, I've always been a guy that believes in second chances and there's been numerous examples of head coaches completely falling in their fucking face the first time around, then rebounding the second time. We've seen it happen before. Bill Belichick, Uh, one of the most prominent examples, (laughs) you know. Yeah, Uh, Pete Carroll. Um, There's a couple others probably that I'm I'm not. Tom Coughlin, if you want to add him, because I had him, Tom Coughlin, because the Jaguars days. Then he became the Giants coach. Um, no. So I'm not. And again, this is coming from a guy, uh, a defensive line coach for high school football. He's a much better coach than me. That goes without saying. Uh-huh. So I can't try too bad. Yeah. But I think they could have done better. And maybe he learned a thing or two since his days in, o- in Oakland, because like it's been seven years. So I can change for a person in seven years and so we'll see if he does better this time around but it's yeah. an interesting position they have because I, they have not the best background apparently michael thomas wants to um well maybe he doesn't want to but they expect him to be back next year which is awesome for you guys um you got alvin Kamara, which he was in a new circuit a couple days ago yikes um yeah don't know how that's so <laughs> So I, I, I don't know. It's if I have to like I'm one of those guys that grades everything because I don't know because I do, but I'll give this a C I'll give this a C, a C higher if that's because I don't think it's the worst hire I've seen this year, but it's not it's not the best. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's an okay hire, 
right? Like I said, I think I, I call it a safe hire, and that's that's kind of how I view it. Um, and I, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I guess the hope is maybe him being with Sean Payton rubbed off on him, and maybe he learned a few things as a head coach. We'll see. So, um, other than that, I'm not mad about it. We'll see how the, the season goes. Um, yeah. Um, I, I want to switch to Bron- um, Broncos getting Levy Smith because I've thought about this for a long time. Okay. Um, so, at first, I completely blasted the decision because I thought it was just a horrible decision because they, from my mind, they went from a great defensive mind that was mediocre head, mediocre head coach to another defensive mind that was another mediocre head coach. I thought I didn't improve. Hold on. I'm in my room. A uh, little cameo for my mother. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I didn't think, like, it was an improvement over Vic Biangio, but I thought about him, like, I mean, Lovey Smith, like, he's not a bad coach. He is a great defensive mind, and he's been around a long time. And you can say that's the same thing about Vic Biangio, which is, yeah, part of the reason why I don't like signing. But I think it's not a bad signing. I think it's, it, again, it's the same. It's a safe signing. Yeah. It's, you, you kind of are getting what you get with Lovey yeah. Smith. And I feel like he kind of tells you the direction the team's going to keep going in, which is we're going to run the ball and we're going to play stout defense and we don't expect to have an amazing quarterback this year, right? It's kind of what it tells me, um, which is basically no change from last year. Maybe worse. Yeah, so I I, I don't know. I, I would give it a C plus. Yeah. I. It, it's just what bugs me is you could have made the case for Vangio to stay another year. Yeah. And everybody, and everybody, I, and I think everybody would be, would have been fine with that. But if you're going to fire Vic Vangio, at least try and do better. Yeah. You know? And Lovey Smith, this is not a step up, like in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not that much better than Vic Vangio. So it's like, I was just not a big fan fan of it. it it was okay it was an okay hire but nah um mm-hmm. but um yeah so i let's see what else who else got hired uh there's nine vacancies let's go back to uh let's let's just go up to the to miami dolphins mike mcdaniel yeah mike mcdaniel um i i, I i'm going to be more positive about this i'll give it a b plus i I I I I think it's a good fit if they were clear that the whole process they want to be the guy. Yeah. So I think a guy like Mike McDaniels, who comes from that kind of offense, that's a great fit. I'm only giving it a B plus and not in the A territory just because he and it's no, it's not his fault, but he's never really called plays on professional level, and I yeah. I know that's not his job. And I get that, but at the same time, though, no, I kind of want my head coach to at least know that what that's like to call mm-hmm. plays. That's just me. I'm picky, but I think it's a good hire. It's, I, I, I think he is an incredible speaker. His press conferences over the years have been amazing. If you haven't, if you haven't seen him, guys, Mike Daniels, you to mention right now, it's the best entertainment of your life. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. which. To be fair to McDaniels, um, he was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers last year in 2021. Oh, he was? 
Oh, Mike he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to let you know, uh, I was looking it up just to see. Um, he was the, the 49ers offensive coordinator uh, for 2021. So. Oh, oh, that's right. Because Matt. Yeah. Okay. Because I. Okay. Yeah. So, I, um, that being said, like, I'm not saying that makes him great. He, he does have a little. I imagine if you're the offensive coordinator, you're the one calling plays, right? Um, sometimes head coaches do, but otherwise you're in the mix for sure. Um, it's still not a whole lot of experience, but I will say, um, not saying the Dolphins are nearly as good as the 49ers, but the way their team's been ran the last couple of years, there are very similarities to the schemes between the Dolphins and the 49ers, right? which is the Dolphins actually have a decent defense. They haven't been utilized properly, but it's hard to be utilized if your offense lays an egg all the time. Um, but, I mean, uh, you know, offensively, the Dolphins have been struggling. They're, they're getting better, I think, especially with Waddle coming to the team and, and different things like that. We'll, we'll see what he does. Um, I agree with you, though. I, I think it's a little bit better of a hire. You know, not too bad. Yeah. So now here's my glowing review of the of the day. The Jaguars hiring Doug Peterson, complete home run in my opinion. It's I'll give it an a, like not an A plus but an A, a solid A. That was in so, my opinion the best hire of this year. I, I'll let you go ahead. I, I think it's a great hire. Um, that being said, I don't know if he's the one to bring them to the Super Bowl. But what I think he's going to be great for is laying the foundation for that team to be sustainably good. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know any other way to really put that. Like, I don't know if he could bring bring them to a Super Bowl. I, you know, um, but that being said, like, his, his Eagles have had pretty good uh, defenses, right? Run game's been been priority, kind of. Um, I don't know how I feel about him as, you know, I don't know if he's a quarterback guru. guru. You know, I don't feel like he is. Um, but look, there's a lot of work to be done in Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I still think, is going to be a stud quarterback. He just needs time. And he needs something other than mediocrity around him, you know? Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. Some of his wide receivers are pretty good. I like them, but and even some of the play pieces in the run game is pretty good. But um, you know, not great offensive line, not great defense. Weapons have been hit or miss. Um, there's just a lot that that team needs. So they need someone to go in there and and start stacking dominoes. I guess you can say, you know, yeah. uh, getting things right. And I think Doug Peterson is the ideal candidate for that job. Now, if he can take that team and bring them to the Super Bowl, that's another question. But I think if you want your team to, to have a good culture um, and to, to have that foundation to be a good team, I think he's great for it. So, Yeah, I think so, too. I At the end of the day, this whole thing is not going to mean shit unless if you give Trevor Lawrence the foundation he needs. He had a coach in Urban Meyer, as many of you handsome fellows know. And yeah. Urban Meyer completely fell on his face. And he seemed like he wanted to put more gasoline in the fire every week. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it. So I just think Doug Peterson is a grown up. 
I think he's seen it all. He's been around, not just as a coach, but like he's been around Dan Marino in the time of Miami as backup. He's been around Brett Favre. So I think he knows quarterbacks. I don't know yeah. if I would say a quarterback guru just because his resume is kind of not that yeah. rich in terms of that area. But I, I just really, really, really like the hire. So that's where I stand yeah. at that. If nothing else, it'll give um, stability to the team, right? Yeah. Because Urban Meyer was not stability at all, and it showed. So um, I, I will say I think I think they're going to have more wins next year than they did this year. So yep. I think you're going to see the win column go up some under under Doug Peterson. So, all right. Uh, who, who you happened- want to go ahead. What do you say? No, no, you go ahead. Okay. Um, last but not least, do you want to go with um Josh Daniels to the Raiders? Yes. Awesome. So I would give that a B. My thinking is here. So we all know, football fans, we all know that he got the job back in 2008 with Denver. And yeah. he was a very young guy back. He's still kind of young, but he was really young then. He was like 29 when he got the job. He was screener than shit. And at times, he just looked like he was just lost in general. Yeah. He, he had influence in drafting since he about 23rd overall that year. One of the worst decisions in draft history. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, that was special. Um, <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'd say worst, but in, in draft history, but it was pretty bad. You know? not, uh, yeah, look, look, yeah. look, you say what you want. Oh, Tim Tebow <laughs> has him a playoff win. Yeah, probably would have been a great tight end if you want to have waited till like you know thirty five to try to be a tight end. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I I have a, a tendency of over exaggerating things, but um, oh yeah, sure. He, yeah, but um, I, I I like I said before with um with Dennis Allen, I think people can um failures to greatest um lesson, and that's just not football. That's just in life in general. So. I think Dennis Allen, um, Dennis Allen, Josh McDaniels going back to Bill Belichick. I think he's grown a lot since then, and I think he will. And this team is in a state right now where they can win. Now we saw that last oh, year. Definitely. So I, I think it's a good hire. We have to see. It's a competitive division, so we just have to see what happens. But I really do like this hire. I I really like the hire. Um, kudos to to. The- the guy that took over and finished the season and, and got the Raiders to the playoffs, even if they didn't win, you know, um, I was kind of surprised that he wasn't given a shot, but look, this Raiders team has some good players, right? They have a decent O line. Their car is not bad. You know, he's not amazing, but he's not bad. Uh, same thing with the run game. Uh, Waller, obviously top five tight end. Um, you know, this teams have, uh, the Raiders have seen some, obstacles this season and they persevered and, and they managed to get to the playoffs even though they lost um their defense is better than i thought it would be and i think it could be even better next year so uh we're gonna see what mcdaniels can do you know i'm i'm very interested and i, I wish well for the raiders you know i love seeing new teams in the mix new teams coming up and rising and uh shaking things up a bit you know so yeah i um it's funny because again like i'm not a Biggest Derek Carr fan. I don't think he's like a top five quarterback or anything like that. But I just find it laughable that I I've always found he's the AFC version of Kirk Cousins. Pretty where, much. 
<laughs> like I, I'd put them around like top 15 range, you know, 15th yeah. middle of the league kind of who, when he has good games, he can maybe get up into like a top 10 range. But like, he's, I don't, he's not the kind of guy that, that can be, that can give you like a top five performance in a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, week I, to week. It's, so. it's funny. Like I say, he's the um, AFC version of Kirk Cousins. like, I'm not saying like the guy is the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I will say that I think he's a he's a really good quarterback. And every time his team struggles, I get that's it's the quarterback that's the most important team um, precision on a team. But it seems like everybody just is quick to point the finger on Derek Carr. He's almost like a punchline for them. Oh, it's yeah. just like that. So I I don't know. It's it's like again. I think it's a good hire, and then you consider oh. Defense is up and coming, and then the offensive line is still kind of still um, developing. And I I, th- I really like the hire. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's something to look forward to for sure. So, yep. are there any other high profile coaches you want to talk about before we move on? Uh no. I let's talk about let's talk about the Bills Super Bowl tomorrow because we are definitely. <laughs> yep, that's that was definitely next up on the docket is. Super Bowl coverage. Um, yeah. Bengals versus the Rams. Um, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Like, I'd be happy with either 10 would, uh, team would win. Um, I mean, I kind of go for the Bengals because I, I love an un- underdog story. But uh, I'd like to see Matt Stafford win them one. And uh, after the season Cooper Cup had, uh, I'd like to see him get a ring too. You know? He, yeah. Just, I mean, obviously playoffs were involved, but over 2,000 receiving yards, you know, uh, yeah. offensive offensive uh, player of the year. Um, I mean, it's just how can you argue with it, you know? Um, that being said, I still think the Rams are going to win. So, we'll um, see. I- I I am giving the Bengals. I'm I'm going to say like more than like mo- most than like anybody because like I think there's a lot of people that are points for the Bengals too. I'll give them more. I'll give them more. Um, what's the word? More of a chance than other people might. Yeah. Just because. I mean, again, like they haven't faced a defensive line as dominant as this Rams team, but I think over the past like three games, and we have to think about how did they get in this game? Yeah. Because they overcame a really bad line. Like really bad. Yeah. How did they got here? And the answer really is just throwing it in the space with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and CJ Uzama, who may or may not play that would, that would be it, but I don't think he's playing. No, I know he wants to, obviously, but I, yeah, I, it's gonna be interesting if he's. But um, but it's going to be interesting. It's I, I think the Bengals can just throw it, just throw it in space. Let those guys be athletes. I think they could be fine. Yeah, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm still uh, going with Rams just because, at the end of the day, in this kind of magnitude of a game, I've always found like. Just fundamentally, like the uh, the line of scrimmage is always big in these kind of games. So it's 
I just I don't see a possible uh, a world where the Bengals completely dominate the line of scrimmage tomorrow. That's where yeah. I'm at with this game. So yeah, and, and um, that, that's pretty much it. You know, uh, weapon wise, honestly, I, I feel like the, the Bengals are are matched very well with the Rams uh, offensively, as far as weapons are concerned. Um, but ultimately, I think it does come down to to the trenches. You know, and, uh, man, I, you know, it's, it's easy to sit here and be like, well, you know, Joe Burrow got sacked like nine times in, in a playoff game and still won. He's like, yeah, you're right. And he broke NFL history doing that. I was like, but the team he was doing it against wasn't the Rams and was not nearly as good as the Rams. So, and it was a close game even then, you know, it wasn't like it was a blowout. So, um, I think, I think what, the Bengals need is is a couple of Matt Stafford touchdown uh touchdowns turnovers right either an interception or a fumble something like that if that happens they, they can very well win the game but if if uh the Rams keep the ball and they don't turn the ball over I think they're gonna win this game and uh, I mean I, I think the over unders at four right now um four points by the Rams well not over under the uh, the Rams are favored to win by four. So, um, and I don't know if the Bengals can meet that, right? So, uh, like I said, I, I, I very much like underdog stories, and I would be ecstatic for Joe Burrow and the Bengals to win. Um, but I fully expect the Rams to win. I can't even be mad about it because, like I said, I, I there's a lot of players on that Rams team I, I think deserve a ring, you know? And uh, I want to see him get it. So it is what it is. Should be a good game, though. I think it is going to be a good game. I, I am, I am honestly participating a much lower score than most people. I think my final score of the game would be seventeen thirteen Rams. I honestly do. The only reason why I'm thinking this is because I love Matt Stafford. I really do want him the ball out and see him Joe Burrow. Matt Stafford, though, I mean, people talk about it, but I don't think nearly enough. The guy has made some really weird throws over the past month. <laughs> well, you you could honestly say over his career, really, like he's, about his career, yeah, but like he's really been putting it onto another level. You're right. He he definitely he stepped up a notch. We can we can agree with that. Um, yeah, he's not, so, he's not as he's not as inconsistent as he was in the regular season this year. To be honest, but um, I mean, he's been balling out. So uh, that's true. Yeah, it's I don't <laughs> know. I, I just over the I just I I I don't know. It's I just have a gut. I it's again like this might get. Um, do you think this will be released? Um, on Monday, you think? Uh, this is gonna be released. Uh, either tonight or tomorrow before oh, the game. Sweet. You are you're a I, well. I have to. It's it's Super Bowl coverage. I have to. Uh, I'm gonna okay. stay up a little bit late and get it done. So it doesn't always take long to do it because uh, I don't do a whole lot of editing. But um, sometimes it can take a couple hours. So we'll see. Right. Um, um but, but like, but so I was gonna say something, but um, that kind of obsoleted my thought process. But okay. I, no, uh, no, 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 no. Um, but. I just have a gut. I just have a gut feeling in the pit of my stomach that 
I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, and that might shock some people. It would always be like the Patriots-Rams game a couple years ago, if you remember mm-hmm. the hype of that game. People are like saying, oh, this is going to be a shootout. And I was one of the few people that said, oh, let's slow down there. I think I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. And mm-hmm. it. But I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping for a great game otherwise. Pretty you know, much. You know, I, I don't want to blow out. That's for sure. You know, blowout yeah. Super Bowls aren't fun for anybody. Uh, I mean, for the winning team, obviously, but everyone else is kind of like, but um, I mean, I could see it, right? I could see it. Um, both teams like to run the ball, and both teams like don't mind like letting their defense play, you know? So, um, we'll see. You know, like I said, the Rams, the Rams defense is good, and they're good enough to, to, um, pressure Burrow almost every play and force him to throw fast. And if you throw fast, well, then now you got Jalen Ramsey in the backfield waiting to pick you off, you know? Right. So um, we we will see. Um, and I think the Bengals defense might might surprise people a little bit, right? Um, right. Their D-line is not too bad. I really like their linebacker core. Uh, we'll see what happens. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I it's it's just it, it's what what's incredible is not a lot of people. Um, I I haven't seen a lot of people talk about this, but um, as a major like headline, but Zach Taylor is going against his some um, former um his um his um uh, well strike that reverse it um McVay is going against his former pupil. So yeah. That'd be- to see so yeah oh definitely definitely uh yeah. should be a great game though i'm going to buddy's house we're uh i don't know if we're gonna fry them or not we might barbecue them. we're doing some wings we're gonna do some wings and probably some hot dogs for the kids and drink alcohol and finger foods and whatnot so that's awesome i um i'm probably going i um i work at the, I, I work at the bar i, I and, um Tomorrow's my day off, but I think I'm just going to go down there and have some mo- mozzarella sticks and nachos. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I, I love sports at and like sports bars. They're fun. Yeah, that they are. Yeah. It's um, especially like around. No, so like, not if you if you know me personally, you would know that I like I like like I like people like I like being around people, but in terms of like football, like watching football, I would rather like watch it either alone or watch it with very few people. Yeah. And I love going to the bar because like not a lot of people around here like football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um the so the manager there, he's one of my good friends, Chad. Um he he's gonna work tomorrow. So we're just gonna fuck around at the bar. Um tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds like fun folks show. So all right. Uh, next on the docket. Uh, what? What did I click on? Okay. Um, let's go over NFL honors real quick. Uh, oh. We'll start first with the the main headline, I guess. Aaron Rodgers wins league MVP, which I can't argue that he didn't deserve it, but I can argue that the MVP is a quarterback award. They might as well say that because. Yeah. There are definitely some players who 
were not quarterbacks who deserved the MVP this year. Oh, I definitely, I, I think if we're being honest, Cooper Cup was just. Yeah, Cooper Cup, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Jonathan Taylor. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Um, I, I I always say this, though. I immediately knew this was a quarterback award early on when oh, yeah. Calvin Johnson had that 2,000-yard season. Yeah, yeah. The days of seeing, like, a quarterback not win it are very slim to none. I think yeah. So, and if, you know, it's not even, and for me, it's like I don't have a problem with that necessarily because the quarterback is the most viable position. Oh, like for sure. So uh, it's like I, I really don't care. But, but all that like, all that tells me is is like if you have a Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup, what they're doing is just harder to do. Yeah, because they're not a quarterback, and they they're excelling at a very niche position. Um. But look, congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, I can't say he doesn't deserve it. So, you know, he played phenomenal. So, I mean, what what can you do? Uh, <laughs> Honestly, like this year was just so competitive. Like okay. you could have made it all because, like, I, like for the past like last five years, like I would say, like at that point, we already know who would have won MVP. I mean, this year it's like you could have made an argument fifty fifty with. Rogers or Brady, yeah, um, and it was just it was just fun to see that. But um, yeah, I think Rogers deserved that. I he had a very interesting season. <laughs> oh, definitely for sure, for sure. Um, so it's so it's um, it's just it's just amazing that the end of this season he had just ended up with an MVP win because like why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up. Let's go with Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt. Yep, undebatable. Uh, undebatable. Dude was amazing. How many sacks did he have this year, 2022? 20, 22 and a half. 22 and a half. Wasn't that uh, tied with the all-time record? Yep, he would have had one more, and um, but okay, what happened? Something happened. So, like, he thought he had a sack, and the refs said he didn't, oh. and they tried, uh, um, and they. <laughs> this is how much they tried to get him the record. So after the game, um, they made the league look review, um, yeah. the play, um, and the quarterback's knee was barely like off the ground when he hit him. Oh, so that's, yeah, that sucks. No. But well, look, I mean, he's he's still in the history books. Um, uh, and then now he has a you know, a defensive player of the year award also. So, and I mean, yeah, an all an all pro. You know, so uh, it's it's insane. It's insane. I I'm just so happy that I've seen two Watt brothers dominate this. I know, huh? Man, it makes me kind of sad that JJ Watt is a uh, kind of declining. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's it's not funny because like it's it's like evolution. It's Charles Darwinism. Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin, whatever, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's evolution at its finest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Darwin, Darwinism at its finest. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it is what it is. Look, man, JJ Watt put his heart, body, mind, and body on the line when he played, and yeah. um, the injuries just take their tolls, right? We saw it with with Gronk, uh, who, hey, yeah, he came back and and he had some success, but he was never the same. Uh, also, he played offense, but. Uh, JJ Watt 
left it all out on the field, even though he's still playing. You know, uh, I don't think anybody could ever argue that he didn't play 100%. So, yeah, it's um, actually, I keep forgetting he played in that wild card game this year. I keep forgetting that. But, yes. um, yeah, he did. He, he did. Um, I, I, I like, Darn, like in terms of Darn Rosams, I was getting at that um, before I started to Connor Birds, um, that he kind of transformed himself from being a young, dominant pass rusher to a guy that can still pass rush now and then, but he tends to focus on the point of attack in the running game. Um, yeah. And that's and that's perfectly fine. He's doing great at that right now in this age of his career. But um, yeah, TJ Watt definitely deserved that. Um, Offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup. You could have made a couple of candidates with either Cup or Jonathan Taylor, but I, I expected Cup. Um, it was just yeah, he was just so dominant. I mean, just so dominant. Um, I mean, it, I can't even. I don't really have good arguments for why he shouldn't be. You know, I could list a couple arguments for for Jonathan Taylor, but um. We can go with uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, and that was um, who was that? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah, that's another one which is that was just undeniable. Yeah, I mean, the, she, the guy was just incredible. He just blew up, blew up, and I am excited to watch him play for the next decade. Hopefully. I remember, so. I remember. I remember when he sat out his um his last season at LSU. Yeah. People, all oh, this is going to ruin his draft stock. He is, <laughs> he. This is the bad. This is a bad decision. I'm like, guys, did you see his freshman year? I yeah. mean, for God's sake, he was blowing past first rounders every week. Yep. He was a he wasn't a big reason, but he was a good reason why Joe Burrow had that amazing season at LSU. Oh, so, oh like, definitely. So like so I so I don't wanna say like yeah, he 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 was fine. Um and um and it just baffles my mind how people can still say, well, the Bengals they need an off the back, which they do. I agree with that, but I, I I said when they had the opportunity to pick Chase, pick Chase right here because yes, but you man, need an offensive You need an offensive lineman. But uh, you always can get another off the lineman. You can never get another Jamar Chase if you pass up a guy yeah. like Jamar Yeah, I uh, and, and I agree with that. You know, one off season can fix that O line. It really can if they if yeah. they want to put the pieces. And when you have a guy like Jamar Chase, um, which we'll see what they do. You know, I kind of hope they keep the team together personally. But like they have Tiggy Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And if you think for one second they can't trade Tyler Boyd to a team who needs a wide receiver for a decent O-lineman, you know? Um, yeah. You know, it It gives them room to wiggle because if they, even if they trade T. Higgins, they, they still have Jamar Chase, who's going to be a number one. Tyler Boyd's still a decent, you know, wide receiver three at least. Who has wide receiver two upside? And then uh, if Uzuma uh, can come back, you know, he's a decent uh, receiving threat and blocker. So, and then, of course, they still have Joe Mixon. Um, I mean, I get, you know, it. it's easy to go back and, and judge and say, well, hey, you made a great decision. But, like, look, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. 
right? <laughs> so, I mean, you can, you can argue whatever you want about that O-line. They made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, and then if they win a Super Bowl, then ain't nobody going to say shit about it ever again, you know? Uh, yeah. Or you're going to see Joe Burrow get sacked 11 times, and everybody's going to be like, yeah, shut up, drafted that O-line. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think I don't think they make it to the Super Bowl without Jamar Chase. Oh, it's it's apparent so, it's yeah. it's uh, I mean like the thing is like if you're gonna have a very shitty O line, a bottom O five O line, and still win, you gotta have perimeter perimeter guys on the field that yeah. are just explosive and game changers. If you don't have that, then you're gonna be yeah. fucking horrible. and yeah, and that's what Jamar Chase is. He is a game changer. He is lightning in a bottle. He is a Tyreek Hill. Or even a Mike Thomas, like not necessarily those play styles, but just that kind of player, you know, someone who can pop off and, and swing the momentum of the game in one play. And you want somebody like that on your team. Um, and like I said, you got him and Joe Burrow for several more years together before you even have to worry about contract talks. So, um, you know, I, I think I think the Bengals will be fine whether they win or lose the Super Bowl. Um, I do think this coming draft, though, their focus needs to be their O line. That's simple, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, um, we'll see what defense rookie of the year, another no brainer, in my opinion. Um, Michael Parsons. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know how this kid escaped the top 10 last year. I really don't. He it boggled my mind. I remember last year being so pissed off. Did, did he, he have like off the field issues? No, I don't think so. I he could have. But I don't remember that being a thing. I always remember see. Michael Parsons. Well, no, because he was he was a first round pick, wasn't he? He was, but I I said in the process that kid's a top five pick in my opinion. I yeah. he, he he dropped because almost like um. Isaiah Simmons from a couple years ago, like he just, they didn't know like who he could play everything and they didn't know where his permanent position would be. Looking back, it's just a weird argument saying, oh, this guy's too versatile. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, he, he just well-deserved man. He, I remember early on, like he actually made the argument for him being defensive player of the year before TJ Watt cemented that. But yeah, well, there's a lot of people who, who thought that, right? So the Cowboys got Parsons 12th overall in this year's in, in the last draft, and it was argued that the Giants were looking at him heavily and passed up on him, right? Um, that being said, look, man, I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks. I watch Hard Knocks. Yeah. Um. I think it was Hard Knocks that the Cowboys were on this year, right? Yeah, I think it was. And, you know, obviously the show's edited and all that stuff, but all the, the footage I watched with with Parsons in it, I had no doubt in my mind he was going to be a stud, right? Um, you could just tell watching him, you know, uh, in the practices, even in the preseason games, uh, he was everywhere. Anywhere that ball was, he was he was at it. You know what I'm saying? Um, he did such a great job uh, that I was like, man, this this dude's gonna be great. You know who I said that about before they yeah. blew up? Uh, same thing with with Hard Knocks. Also, Darren Waller. Oh yeah, 
I watched Hard Knocks and I watched Darren Waller and I said he's going to be a stud. Right. Yeah, this is I, what two years ago, and sure enough, that season he was a stud. He was yeah. a stud. So he it's just it, he makes me so proud because I've and I'm sure a lot of people do, but I, I I've known a lot of great people that suffered through addiction and they just couldn't shrug it and it ended up forty friends for them. And I just I'm just so amazed with Darren Waller's story of how he kicked addictions oh, out. Yeah. His story is amazing for sure. Um, but it just goes to show you, you know, he, he got, uh, you know, defensive rookie of the year. And I mean, look, I can't argue that Parsons didn't deserve it, to be honest. You know, he did an amazing job. And look, man, that Cowboys defense, uh, they're becoming stout, you know. <laughs> uh, there might be something to be worried about in a couple of years. Um, I mean, technically, they already are, but still. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, Burrow won comeback player of the year, right? Yeah, um, we, already, we already kind of talked about him, but again, like amazing season he had. Yeah, he, I think what the only other candidate was uh, what Stafford? I think maybe it was him and Nick Bosa. Oh yeah, Bosa. A lot of people uh, talked about Bosa. Well, it's amazing because Nick Bosa and that, that guy just had a hell of a time a couple of weeks ago to being snubbed. Yeah. An all pro because they chose fucking Max Crosby at him. So he just had a hell of a time over the past couple of weeks, but he didn't get a vote, not a single vote for a comeback player to year, which I found interesting. But I don't know. It's Joe Burrow. I thought he would have been my pick, but he just handled himself so well this year. And obviously, yeah. Super it's Bowl. A, it's hard yeah. to argue with it, man. That, that leg, that leg injury could have been a, a career ender, obviously. You know, and um, even with as bad as that old line is, you know, I think you can definitely make the argument Joe Burrow's comeback player of the year because he had to struggle through that O line and then getting his confidence back and everything else on that leg, man. That's not easy. Yep. So, um, which I think you could also argue Jamar Chase probably helped with that, you know, because he had someone on the field he could absolutely trust. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's one of those things, just like, and I, it's so funny when people like, Say this about, about like trying to argue if quarterback suit or not, but they always like say like for example Joe Burrow, he's not that good. That guy has this and this and this and that. I'm like yeah, he does, but at the same time though, like that's kind of the point of having talent around you to make yeah. yourself better. It's not, it's yeah, not well, basketball. It's not like driving down the lane and get yourself get yourself a layup. No, you gotta get help. So definitely, I definitely. Uh, I mean, look, there, there's something to be said about being great with nobodies, but like, look, man, when Randy Moss played with Tom Brady, they elevated each other. Right. So like, I mean, you just see it. You can look at a player. And I hate using eyeball test to be, to be honest with you, because it's hard to quantify an eyeball test, but look, you can watch Joe Burrow. You can see the things he does, uh, yeah. his field vision, his decision-making, um, how he throws the ball. And you can tell there's something there, right? Um, and honestly, I saw it when he played college. The question was whether or not it would transfer to the NFL, and that was what was on everyone's minds. And he played his first year, got hurt, 
But before he was playing, he would have sparks of that greatness. And you're like, look, he's, you know, I told people, I was like, look, it's going to be his rookie year. The Bengals aren't a great team. Like, this, it's going to take time for him to be an amazing quarterback. I was like, but he's going to be an amazing quarterback. You just got to give him the time. And then sure enough, he comes back this year. And, uh, you know, he, he still has some things he could be better at. Um, but like I said, if, if he had an O-line, there's no doubt he'd be like, what, statistically at least a top three quarterback in my eyes. Yeah. Um, you know, he'd push out the stats. I think he'd be amazing. I think he'd be better for sure. Um, with Jamar Chase showing up next year, if they can fix that O-line, I think he's going to blow up the league, right? I think he's going to yeah. ball the hell out. Um, but I think even if he didn't have Jamar Chase, I think he would still be an amazing quarterback. He just wouldn't be, let's say, record-breaking quarterback. But I feel like most record-breaking quarterbacks are record-breaking because they get some kind of talent around them that they elevate and helps elevate them in return and takes them to that whole new level, right? Um, uh, like Peyton Manning, you know, when he had his 55-touchdown season. Uh, you know, Demarius Thomas, Wes Walker. Uh, he had some studs on his team, right? There's a third wide receiver. I can't remember his name, but um, no, it was a tight end. It was Eric. Eric what? Eric starts with a D. Derek. Oh, um, Derek Mason. No, not, not oh. Why can't I remember the? Okay, I'll figure that out. I'm going to look it up while we talk. Um, Eric Decker, right? Oh, oh, okay. Eric Decker. Okay, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He, was, he was on that paint team, wasn't he? I think so. I think he was. Uh, yeah, he was for a little bit. He went to New York afterwards um, in 2014, I think. Yeah, I'm going to look it up and, and see. But, uh... Um, the point I was, I was getting to was like Peyton Manning was an elite caliber quarterback that got an elite caliber weapon or weapons. And when those two things happen together, that's when things explode. Right. Um, same thing you could argue, like when true breeze got Michael Thomas, right. Michael Thomas had, uh, that yardage record. Um, we can sit here say whatever you want like it was just amazing so yep. um and then there's other examples tom brady with with randy moss and and uh you know Devonte adams showing out with with aaron Rodgers. you know like the next best wide receiver is probably a wide receiver three on any other team or four you know yep so um, um yeah but um, coach of the year, Mike Grable, that was another one well, where, I mean, you could have done some names, but I think he should have won the award. I mean, he had a, um, he had a, he had a, he had a tough road um, with all the injuries he had to deal with at the secondary um, with Derrick Henry, obviously AJ Brown being in and out all season. And he still had led them to the number one seed. I thought that was hella impressive how he, it, it, that was just really so I thought that was a really good choice for um, Coach Deer, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so just to clarify, again, um, Peyton had no Sean Marino at running back, which in case anybody needs an update on that, 
he had 10 rushing touchdowns, 1,000 rushing yards, three receiving touchdowns, and 550 receiving yards. So about 1,600 uh, total yards and 13 total touchdowns at running back. Um, he also had, what, let's see, Monte Ball, uh, Ronnie Hillman, and C.J. Anderson when he was a rookie, I think, um, at running back. But receiving-wise, uh, Demarius Thomas, which I said, uh, who had 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. Eric Decker, who had almost 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns. Wes Welker, who had um, 10 touchdowns, 800 yards. But the one that I forgot, and I shouldn't have forgot, Julius Thomas mm. had 800 yards and almost 800 yards and 12 touchdowns. He was a sneaky good tight end, yeah. I forgot yes. about Julius Thomas. Uh, I yeah. forgot about Julius Thomas. I knew – I knew. I remember Derek Decker, but I didn't feel like he was a tight end because he was a wide receiver. Um but I was like, man, their tight end was really good. And so, like, Julius Thomas was actually really good for a couple of years. But just saying, Peyton Manning got 55 touchdowns because he had, like, a bunch of crazy receiving threats and also a receiving running back, you know. So, um, I was just making that point. Anyway, we can continue on. Um. Do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame? Or uh, talk about something else. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. Um, look, 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 before you start. Well, before you start, let me just say, I, I get it. I get everything you're about to say. I probably agree with you on a lot of that. But, but all I'm going to say is, you better not be be talking too much smack about uh my Dome Patrol defensive Hall of Famer. Oh, Sam Mills. No, I, no he was one okay. of the few times I agree with. I thought, okay, I was about I, to say. I, I know, I know. I've been I've been pounding my hand on the table for years to get that guy in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Fantastic story, fantastic player, fantastic dude, fantastic coach. But um, yeah. So Andre Johnson not in. Yeah. Uh, they said basically Richard Seymour is a better defensive player than Demarcus Ware, which is special. Um, yep, that's incredible. Um, God, um, Patrick Gavillis is not in. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, things about this is just incredible. This so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read off the list of um. The finalist, but the yeah, ones that, that didn't get in because I had to look it up because I couldn't remember all of it. So don't hate me. Uh, there's too much information in the NFL to remember at any one time. People just remember this. So uh, one, Jared Allen, defensive end. Um, I think he should have got in. Uh, Willie Anderson, offensive tackle. Rondé Barber, defensive back. Tony Baselli, offensive tackle. Leroy Butler, safety. Devin Hester, kick returner, punt returner. Um, I was really butthurt about Hester, to be honest with you. I'm going to go ahead and be honest. I, I understand um, how the NFL works and how the awards work and everything else, uh, but they need to give special teams some love, right? Right? Give give special teams some love, man. That's like 20% of the game, right? If, you're, if your quarterback doesn't have to march an extra 30 yards down the field to score a touchdown, that's huge. Just saying. Um, 
Tory Holt. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, Tory Holt. Yeah. Um, I will say though, Devin Hester, I think he should have gotten in. But I will say this though, I would have been pissed if he would have got in just because I, of course, I'm a Bills fan. I wanted Steve Tasker to make it so bad, and he didn't get in. Which that's fine. I think you know, I think it's possible Hester could make it in later on. You know. Yeah. That was just true, but I, I was been I would have been so pissed off if they would have said, "Yeah, Devin Hester gets to be in, but not Steve Tasker," which yeah. would have been. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Tory Holt, wide receiver. Uh, this one is more recognizable. Andre Johnson talks about it, wide receiver, Houston. Uh, Sam Mills, linebacker, my boy, he got in. Um, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, uh, Demarcus Ware is one that you're just like, what, huh? He was good, man. Uh, defensive end, Reggie Wayne, who doesn't know Reggie Wayne, Colts. Come on now. Uh, Patrick Willis, Beast, and Bryant Young, defensive line. Um, Reggie Wayne's not in the hole. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie Wayne's not in the hole. Um, that's, 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 that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Now, who got in out of that list? Um, Leroy Butler. Brian Young, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Tony Maselli, uh, Dick Vermeil, coach, right? Ark McNally, director of officiating, uh, and seniors, uh, Cliff Branch, who's a wide receiver. Um, look, I, I mean, you can make an argument for all these players or people, I guess you could say. And I know they're trying to reserve stuff for the coaches. Uh, I honestly feel like they need to separate the tally for coaches and for players, right? Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of great players. And and I know it's the hall, but, um, you know, a lot of players on that list I just mentioned should be in it and should have gotten in it and didn't. So it's, it is what it is. Um, um, I mean, we kind of like went over um, – Except this one guy, I do not know, and this pains me as a Bills fan. But I do not know how in hell Zach Thomas is not in. That guy should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer long time ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For it's, sure. It's, um, the Hall of Fame is broken. Oh, I I agree with that. Uh, yeah. We'll probably see Eli Manning, in, and I don't think he should be there. So it's it's just. Thank God they made room for the senior senior official, but they didn't make room for freaking Patrick. But I just so yeah, no, I I, I agree. Uh, next year will be another year. Um, yeah. We'll see. As long as they don't slight my boy Breeze, I'll be I'll be all right. I guess. Can you imagine if if Breeze ain't a first ballot? I'm gonna punch Roger Goodell in the face. I I don't know where he lives, but I'll find him. Um, if that happens, I will be pissed off enough to try to find him. I'm like, you owe <laughs> you you owe me this. Sock him. But like, sock all right, call call the cops. Yep. Better sock all right. him. It'll be my first offense, so I should be okay. Have you ever have you ever seen um Step Brothers? Yes. I'm gonna put bars of soap in my pillow and be telling you. That's funny. It's um, yeah, it's. I, mean, I, I just not I, again like this things that should not piss me off as much as it should. The Hall of Fame, like, yeah, it's important, but it's not that important, obviously. But I just like, I just like people getting recognized for shit I care about, you know. Yeah. And 
I don't know why that just that really 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 did piss me off. It, yeah, it, it was just yeah, but um, I guess I'm over it. But it it just makes no, especially like coming from a guy that wanted to see his childhood heroes like get in, like the Reggie Waynes, the Andre Johnsons, and the Patrick Willis. Do I still stand by? Is one of the is the best linebacker I've seen in the last fifteen years, in my opinion. Like the guy was incredible, and he didn't get in, which was mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I just wanted to see my my heroes get in, you know. So it's like, ah, but whatever, whatever. It's never did. I agree. We just have to have to deal with it. It's not the first time I thought somebody got snubbed for the for the whole thing. So it's just weird because like this is like the first time where I feel like the Hall of Fame community just lost their shit. Because, like, I mean, yeah, there's always been, like, one or two snubs every year. I mean, that's just how it happened. Like, there's, there's been a lot of great players in the NFL. It's just that so it's going to happen. But, like, God, like, there's at least four people that did not have a better case than, like, eight of the people you could have made a case that did not get in. Yeah. Like, I've never really seen that happen before. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's what it is. Um, let's see. I guess the last football thing for the night. Um, one, look, man, I love football on Sundays, but you know, Super Bowl on a Saturday when it hurt. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, um, ten-year-old me would have agreed because my mom always made me go to bed at nine o'clock. Every day, it is, um, every school night, it doesn't matter what the occasion was. She always made me go to bed at nine o'clock. So I always like petitioned. It was, I still even do make all games Saturday on, on a Saturday just because, like, mom, let, 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 let kids watch their teams. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, uh, I just wanted to say that. And then the other thing, Super Bowl tickets shouldn't be that, that expensive. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah, $5,000 for the no, nosebleeds. I mean, yeah, on. I think, I think like it's the cheapest ticket sold was like three grand. I'm like $3,000 to go sit in the nosebleeds to watch a Super Bowl game. That's like three hours long. It's like, fuck that. Oh, God. Like, it hurts my head. It's a bad look, too, because this is the same league that is about to have an explosion in cap revenue next year so it's like they don't yeah. need it well i honestly think they're just trying to make up losses from covid <laughs> to be honest with you it's like, well, hey, that's how, how can we get some of this money back let's charge people you know yeah uh like four months worth of salary for poor people you know <laughs> to go watch the Super Bowl <laughs> game like shit <laughs> uh yeah. you know i'm just like come on man um yeah, like the I think the average price of a Super Bowl ticket is like eight grand. Yeah, it's like what well, I gotta take a loan out? Nah, bro, ain't happening. Now nah, I ain't gonna lie, if the Saints made the Super Bowl, I'd find a way, but uh, it's still kind of ridiculous. I've always been the kind of guy dude that's like, I mean, I, I'm like I, I like going to Bills games. Maybe it's just because the Bills Stadium, um, I, I, it's just really shitty, mm-hmm. like. Like, I like going to the Bills games, don't get me wrong. I have good memories going to a couple, but I've always been the kind of guy who's like, there's just no difference for me personally seeing them up close or like seeing them on a box. 
I know I'm weird like that, but like to me, I, I just don't care. I just want to watch football. That's not going to put a dent in my poor old one K. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I had the privilege to, uh, to make it to yeah. the saints versus Eagles playoff game a couple of years back. Well, that's cool. And and look, man, there's there's nothing nothing like it. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's amazing. It's an experience. So like, if if you're gonna one shot a Super Bowl for your life and be like, hey, bucket list item, you know, I don't blame you. But it's still just so much money, you know. It's like, come yeah, on, man. A lot of your fans don't make enough money to go to the Super Bowl games. Like, come on, come on. I know it's it's utterly ridiculous. It's like four thousand, three thousand, whatever the hell it was for the nosebleeds. That made me like not laugh out loud, but that made me chuckle. It was um ridiculous. But the halftime show got has got me pumped though. It's the best halftime show we've gotten in a while. Oh yeah, like well, obviously they had to do something. They're like, who can we get? Well, let's get everyone from back in the day. All right, let's do this. Um, I'm excited for the halftime show. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I didn't hate like the Shakira J Lo halftime show. It wasn't that bad, but it was pedestrian. I guess you can say. Yeah, God, it's um, yeah. But have you um, down? It's um, have you seen the um Super Bowl commercials yet this year or now? No, I haven't. I I've seen a couple, and yeah. some of them okay, but just oh, I, mean, I, feel, just, I feel like they're not as good as they used to be. No, and, and they're not really that. There's a couple that made me, made me laugh, but it's not it's, it's not good either this year. So just be yeah. warned, buddy. Yeah, I feel like I was never really in the. Uh... It's like I could appreciate some of the commercials, but I wasn't really like some people watch just for the commercials, not me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. But, yeah. but um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's Super Bowl. The Sunday is a great time, brother. It's um, yeah, Bengals yep. by a hundred. <laughs> Bengals by a hundred. Can't wait. I've got a couple bets. We'll see. I haven't. Goes, I haven't made a bet on who's gonna win the game yet, though. So we'll see. I think the only thing I the only thing I bet on was uh, what happens on the first drive of the game for both teams. Right. So, but, um, but kitty goes meow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, alrighty then. Well, we'll wrap it up for tonight. Um, next episode will be in a couple weeks, probably, and we'll do a brief recap of the Super Bowl, most likely. But uh, after that, we're gonna start deep diving into other things. Yeah. Uh, don't know yet, but uh, I think we might touch the uh. The spooky genre, you know, maybe some scary stuff, some old wives' tales, some old ass stories, maybe some aliens. We'll see. Talk about old school Egypt, uh, something like that. Uh, if not, we'll we'll start hitting the the political trail again. I guess we can talk about maybe if the uh, Canadian truckers are still going on. You discuss that. I don't know. Um. But until next time, y'all enjoy. Simon, you still there? Oh, 
Simon got cut off, folks, so I'll say goodbye for him. Y'all take it easy. Thank you.